my dirty jeans I don't care what people think Cause this is just the real meme But if there's a cowboy in this world Who wants to get to know me Where there's a horse and a field That's where he'll find this girl I've been waiting on a sunrise When my cowboy Hi, comes to I'm Kirsten Galloway And welcome to the Actually I Can podcast this is a podcast for when you want to be encouraged by hearing someone share a struggle or a challenge that they got through and in the process they discover that actually I can. These are conversations with friends that are just ordinary people, but they're living their lives in an extraordinary way. Welcome to the first episode in season two of Actually I Can. Did you notice that the music playing is from a new track? This song is from Lacey Canfield and it's titled Cowboy. It's another of my favorites from her, but this one has a super special meaning. I'm going to let you see if you can figure it out through this next conversation because this conversation is with the one and only Lacey Canfield. Talking with Lacey was so much fun. First of all, she has this really beautiful and genuine personality and a gentleness about her that makes me feel like we were sitting next to each other instead of her being miles away in Nashville, Tennessee. For those of you who don't know her, Lacey is a rising star in singing and songwriting, and she moved to Nashville to be closer to the music industry that was seeking her out. You'll be surprised though to learn that Lacey is actually quite shy, but when she performs in front of hundreds of people on a regular basis, you would never know. And you will be so encouraged to learn how she finds her inner strength to share her God-given talents. Oh, and there's a big reveal at the end of the conversation. So listen in. Hi, Lacey. Welcome to Actually I Can Podcast. Thank so you. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Guys, anyone who's listening, I just want to tell you how exciting this is because Lacey's in Nashville, Music City, right? Isn't that mm -hmm. what they call it? Yep. I am here in Minneapolis and we are recording this um, remotely. So this is the first remote podcast we're having. And Lacey, I haven't told you this, but you are the first episode of the second season, which is oh going to be coming God. out right after the 4th of July. I know. So I wanted to kick it off big. Because yeah. for you guys, okay, when you've been listening to these podcasts and the music, it's it's Lacey. And here she is, oh. like real in person. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much for letting me use your music. Oh, you're welcome. It's such an honor to hear my music playing on a podcast. Like, God, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Oh, so cool. You know, we met um, like a million years ago, I feel like. Do you remember mm -hmm. the Snowflake Social event? I totally do. Like, I really, really do. I remember even when you came up to me, I thought, she is so nice. I thought that <laughs> you were so encouraging. And oh, I remembered you. That's so yeah. sweet. Mm -hmm. That's when you were still in Minneapolis. Had you graduated from high school then? I don't think I had. That was okay. a pretty big event for me to do, I feel like. At that time, I was going back and forth though to Nashville already. At okay. that time, okay, yeah, yeah, it was an event we had for um, like a women's like Saturday in January when it's yeah. snowing like crazy, in Minnesota. Just a way to really um, encourage people. And you provided the music. Your aunt 
Enid is a friend of mine and that's how I knew about you. And I knew you were like this up and coming <laughs> superstar. Um, that was great. So now you, that, that was probably like five, six, seven years ago. Well, gosh, I moved to Nashville. Let's see seven or eight years ago now. So I graduated from high school around eight years ago. Um, And then I had been coming to Nashville starting when I was around a sophomore in high school, sophomore, junior in high school. I would fly down every month for about, you know, week and a half, two weeks to write and play and work at the studio. So I think it was So you were already embarking on that then, and now you're living there full time and Mm -hmm. you have a dog. Yes. Your best little buddy. Mm -hmm. And then you have horses. Yes. I have a horse here and his name is Doc. And yeah, it was kind of wild. Just like the story of coming to Nashville in general, it was I really felt like it was the Lord and, you know, you had asked me talking about like, actually I can moments and what that was kind of like for me and coming to Nashville was just kind of like, I'm such a homebody and I never thought that I would do something like that, but I really felt like the Lord gave me my voice and I knew that from when I was little because I could never stop singing you know singing really yeah Yeah. like I want to know about that like okay so I mean first of all you come off as being like this super self-confident person just really full of joy and um, exuding self-confidence and here you're saying you are nervous so like wait we'll start back like when you were a little girl and you love to sing all the time you just said that like tell me more about that Yeah. So, I mean, I grew up in Maple Grove. You're in Minneapolis right now. So I grew up in Maple Grove, Minnesota. And I would just, I just loved to sing. It was like one of my favorite things. And I would even say a sentence. This is how much I love to sing. I would like say a sentence and then sing it. And then my family would just get so annoyed with me. Not so annoyed, but like, oh, Lacey, uh, could you stop? Like, kind of like, all right, that's enough. Because I would sing anything and everything or songs over and over Did you you start writing songs when you were a little girl or did you just play other people's music? Yeah, I played other people's music, but I also loved to write songs. Like when I think back, I would write little, um, like, what is it? Just, you know, little, little sing-songy like songs or I would make my brother write songs with me all the time. Hmm. Jackson, right? Yes, Jackson. I would make up songs and I would always be writing in my notebook. That's one thing that I always did. And when I went to Nashville um, and these producers, they wanted to meet me. They said, you know, are you a writer? And at that point, I think I was a sophomore in high school. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I like to write songs. And they said, do you journal? And I said, all the time. Like, Mm. I'm always writing in my journal. And that's really special to me. Like I have so many journals of, I write my prayers in them really. I, I've i always loved to do that, but I love to document and I love to write down how I'm feeling and kind of what's going on. And songs would come from that. And they said, well, you're a writer. And I thought, oh man, mm. 
maybe I kind of am. You know, at that point, you're like, wow, I don't really believe in myself. These producers from Nashville want to meet me. Like, it's just so crazy. And they're like, no, I think you've got it in you. And I thought, well, I do love to write. I don't know. It was just really cool for me because it is inside of me. It's just like helping it to grow. So it's been a process, but I do love, I do love writing my songs. So you had those in you and writing them down helps you be inspired for the next song or maybe mm-hmm. down the and line. You'll, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you also played instruments, right? When you were little? Yeah, well, I played piano probably about like for 11 years. I played piano and um, I didn't love it exactly just because it wasn't as much of a songwriter type. My teacher was not as much that way, you know, and but I've been able to pick back, pick the piano back up again and just like really appreciate all those lessons that I took because I do love playing the piano. And but I started playing guitar when I was well my producer he said you got to pick an instrument. You got to pick an instrument, it has to be your main one. If you're going to be in Nashville, you have to learn how to play something and sing. And I was like, okay, I pick guitar. And mm-hmm. so he helped me get my guitar. There was a guitar at the studio when I was a sophomore. There was a guitar at the studio that had been um, just used for recording all the time. And he had one of the studio engineers teach me how to play. Mm. And I'd get lessons all the time whenever I'd come and fly to Nashville. And um, I'd learn how to write and play. And I was just obsessed with it. Like, once you kind of learn how to play guitar, you're like, I can sing and play. Like, it's Mm. the coolest thing ever. And so I <laughs> love to play guitar and um, piano is so much fun too. But yeah, my family get annoyed with me like, stop, stop playing so much because I play so much. Constant, huh? Yeah. So you knew maybe, I mean, you, you knew from many years, like this is what you love to do. But did you ever know that it could be a career for you? Um. Not really. I thought like, you know, kind of how you said, like, I come off really confident. Like, I was really, really shy in school. And yeah, and I didn't have that many, like, I had friends, but I was not popular. Like, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I wasn't not popular. I just, I was really quiet and really introverted and I loved my animals like I didn't really care about <laughs> friends like I just cared about like my dog and my horse and I'd rather <laughs> spend a weekend hanging out and riding my horse than I would with any high school friends at all like when I was in high school mm-hmm. and so it was just I think it was um singing I don't know I always felt like the Lord gave it to me not to keep for myself. Like my dad would always tell me, Lacey, you've been given a gift just because you're quiet and maybe shy and scared to share your gift. Doesn't mean you just shouldn't sing in front of people. You know, Mm, this gift mm -hmm. is something God's given you and you have to use it for. So how do you find that, like that um, courage? Yeah, it was, it was really difficult. I mean, my dad, he would push me. He would like, in the best way, 
when we'd be at restaurants or anything, um, out to eat with friends, he'd say, um, Lacey, um, could you sing for us? And I was like, no, like (laughs) I get so scared, but he knew that I had to be pushed, you know, just a little bit. And because he could see me light up whenever I'd sing. And I would sing on the worship team at church um, all growing up. So I started probably when I was 14 was my first time singing on the worship team. And I think that's what really helped me is to give my gift to the Lord and not have it be about myself. And that's what really shaped me is that I do this for the Lord. I don't have to be afraid of what people think of me because I'm singing for him, you know? And so it really helped me get prepared to do something like coming to Nashville, you know, because it's like here, everybody, it's just, it's kind of what all the country songs say that it is. It's a small town. Everybody knows everybody, but it's competitive and it's, you know, it can start to be about like, you know, who's better, who's got this, who doesn't have that. And so I've really come in at it like, hey, this is me. This is how I sound. If you don't like me, that's fine. But this is my voice. And um, you kind of have to be your own artist. And hmm. and that's how you'll stand out, you know, because everybody sings, everybody plays. Like, that's the thing here, which is so fun. But that's just the way that it is. So mm-hmm. you have to have your own way to just you got to be yourself. Otherwise, hmm. you get sucked into trying to be like everybody else, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's not, you. yeah, you just got to know who you are. So I think really um, focusing on like why I do what I do, I sing because the Lord gave me a gift Mm. and I do it for him and not for any kind of fame or any kind of like, Mm. yeah, it's totally the bigger picture for me. And that's why moving to Nashville was not, it's never been like, it was never, oh, my dream or anything, like, but I really felt like the Lord was telling me to come here, and he had opened up the opportunity for me to come while I was singing at church in Minnesota. Um, this lady came up to my mom after service one time and um, said, "My, hey, my, I love your daughter's voice. Oh, my gosh, like, my brother's a producer in Nashville, and I would love to have him hear her. He needs to hear her. And so I, my mom told me that I was like, what? what? And I got <laughs> yeah. so excited. Like that's when my mom knew like, okay, like she might be shy and she might hold back sometimes, but she loves this. Like, ah, yeah. you know, like the yeah. inside of me that was like, yeah, like I want to do that. And people didn't think I could do it, you know, because they didn't know what was inside of me if I was quiet and everything. And I sometimes didn't believe I could either. You know, Mm -hmm. how could somebody Mm -hmm. like me do something like that? You know, Mm -hmm. and I just know that the Lord, he just helped me. And it was the only way that he really stretched me out of side of my comfort zone. Like, so anyways, back to the story that, um, yeah, she was like, my brother's a producer in Nashville. So um, I got the opportunity, I think it was when I was around 17, to sing at the Capitol Steps for 9-11 in Minnesota. And oh, I'm goosebumps. Okay. Yeah, and it was on 1280 The Patriot. It was Patriot Day, 9-11. Like, 
They had big flyovers. I sang, um, what did I sing? America the Beautiful, um, the Star Spangled Banner, just all those ones, acapella. And just like when the people had heard me, they were like, oh my gosh, she has to sing. And I thought, how could I be like, gosh, they picked me. Like it was such an honor. And so I only had that recording of my voice. And so we sent that um, with the lady and she sent it to her brother in Nashville. And I thought, well, nothing's going to happen from that, you know, but this is so cool. That's what I thought. I was like, this is so, cool. <laughs> so I don't even care if nothing happens. So cool. <laughs> right. You know? So I think it was like, you know, maybe five months later, six months later, I remember it was summer and my mom got a call. We were driving up to the cabin um, in Minnesota, we have a cabin up there and, and she was like, hello, well, who is this? And <laughs> said, my name is Lynn Nichols. I'm a producer in Nashville and I heard your daughter's voice and we want to meet her. Can you fly her down here? How soon can she get here? And I was like, my mom got off when she's like, Lacey you will never guess what just happened (laughs) I know and so around my birthday it was around September and we flew down to Franklin Tennessee and I remember first driving down and we had to find the studio and like you know one of the engineers picked us up from the airport and brought us over to the studio and we hadn't realized that Lynn Nichols he was partnered up with Ted T who was the brother of the lady in Minnesota And he is the producer for For King and Country. He's worked with Lauren Daigle. He's worked with, like, all the old Christian bands, like, Plus One. And they did the record for uh, Switchfoot and Mute Math and, like... Like, this was uh, the big big deal guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's no way. Like, what am I doing here, like? this is crazy and they wanted to hear me sing they were just like and they wanted to me to bring my notebooks so they could see like how I was writing and wanted to hear my story and everything and I just like I remember going after the meeting going back to the hotel and just thinking I was really overwhelmed you know I thought Mm -hmm. how can Mm -hmm. I do this you know like Mm -hmm. but they believed in me and they wanted me to sign an artist development deal where I would um first of all do a Christmas album that first December um you know that December and um then eventually do like a full album where they'd help me write and play and kind of figure out my sound and figure out who I am as an artist and I was just like, I could not pass this up. Like, this is totally the Lord. So I remember being really scared and my dad telling me like, Lacey, this is something, this is big, but I think you need to walk through it. And I was like, I do too, you know? And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's when I started. My life was pretty crazy through high school. I missed a lot of different events because it was like, oh, Lacey, she's in Nashville again. Like, Mm -hmm, (laughs) so mm -hmm, my high school experience. But it was so cool and getting to learn all this, all these things. And I always wanted to be a horse vet because I love horses. Mm. And at the end of high school, when I was graduating, everyone's going to these big schools. And I was just like really feeling like 
I mean, I got accepted to a lot of different schools for pre-vet, but I was like, Mm -hmm. I think the Lord wants me to move to Nashville and do that. And I think I got to finish what I started. And Mm -hmm. it had just been a growing experience ever since. I mean, the places I had only dreamed of playing in downtown Nashville, like I've gotten to play there. And they they wanted me back, like just. You know, I got a manager who helped build my confidence even more. I've had, like, you know, I released the Christmas album, my country album, and now the pop album that came out, the pop soul album that I wrote that came out, let's see, last April. Mm-hmm. And so it has just been, like, I've played a lot of places, downtown Broadway, down Broadway in Nashville, and just, like you know, had my, had a poster up in downtown Nashville. And wow. Do you have a picture of that? <laughs> you should yes, have that. they do. I'll send it to you. But I was playing every weekend. People wanted me back, like, when I had a really good manager. And it was just, like, a dream, you know. And mm-hmm. um, Was yeah. it hard to stay, like, focused? I think, you know, when we're doing something big and following God's calling, sometimes we're at – um we can be under attack. Like Satan really wants to take us off of that mountaintop. Mm-hmm. And did that happen to you at all? Or did you have a lot of, like your parents are sound like amazing people. And mm-hmm. I know you have other, a lot of other family members that are so teen lacy. How did you manage to get through all that without losing your head a little? Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty hard because sometimes it can just be like really discouraging because in Nashville, they always say like, you know, or my producer would tell me just like, be yourself and do your own thing. But at the same time, you have pressures all around you, of people telling you, you should be like this, you should be like that. And so it can be really confusing, you know, and like I'd have for my last album, I'd have producers come in here, there, Lacey, record with us, record with us. Even after shows, they'd come up to me and you know, I'd have guys saying here, like, we could do this with you, we could do that, and try to talk it up, and I was just like, who do I record with? What is my sound like? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, um, you know, yeah, I guess it's just part of the music thing here, and just being an artist, and there's, like, a lot of voices, so mm-hmm. sometimes that was, has been hard to you know, juggle them all, but staying focused on the reasons why you're here, the reasons why I sing, the reasons why I even write my songs, like, um, and horses really help balance that out. Like, yeah. Tell me about that. You've said like, you could not do what you do without your horses. Yes, totally. And I've tried doing only singing and not horses and I actually, my papa is the one who taught me, like, everything. Um, he has a ranch in Minnesota. It's called the DDD Ranch, and his name was Dr. Donald Daryl Dahlstrom. So that's why yeah. it's called the DDD Ranch, and he's my mom's dad. And so he poured into me more than anybody else, and he helped me, like, get to, he helped me get to Nashville and help pay, like, for me to, be here, you know, and to learn. And I didn't go to school. So he passed away in December. It's even hard to talk about, but 
Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I know he did. Oh, and okay. I, I met him. He is an amazing man. Like, he was so much fun to talk to. He just loved his family. He'd just go on and on about you guys. Yeah, it's really, I mean, I couldn't have done it without him. So he helped to pay for any classes that I had. He helped me buy my house in Tennessee so that I could have a safe place to live here. And um, just everything like that. But Mm, that's so, so cool. He was, yeah, he was like really believed in me and keep singing, Lacey, keep singing, you know, and just like, um, but also with the horses. So he has a horse ranch there and bought me my first horse and taught me everything about riding. So here in Tennessee, I've been able to not only make a lot of money singing, you know, around and everything around town, but um, I teach riding lessons to little kids. And I teach uh, music lessons to little kids and have just been having the best time um, just helping little girls who don't have the confidence, just like I didn't, you know, and I really want to help them like feel confident. So I use horses and singing, guitar, voice, you know, everything to help them feel stronger and I've just had so many moms and everything like come up to me and say how much like the Lord has used me to help like their kids and to help their little girl or little boy or something just to feel strong and I get to be like their best friend and just spend a lot of time with them and that's been something I know that the Lord put on my heart like a long time ago is that I would be pouring into and ministering like with little kids, little young girls. And, really? That's neat. Yeah. So it's cool to see how he uses my gifts like to help with that, you know, and there's a lot of kids going through a lot of things like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I can relate to them. If the girls are quiet, I want to help them like feel stronger, you know, and mm. so, I'm so you're doing a lot of things in Nashville. You're you're creating yeah. music mm-hmm. and you're creating relationships and mm-hmm. pouring into young people so that they can aspire to what God has yeah. for them and mm-hmm. with their gifts and talents. That's really mm-hmm. super amazing. Um, Thank you. Also, you're engaged. Yes. I'm so happy like I yeah I've just dreamed about this my whole life and I feel like the Lord had always told me that my husband was gonna be like really tall and just he was and he is right I mean you're pretty you're pretty tall and Colin is Colin right is um He's this, six, like, tall, dark, and handsome guy, right? Isn't oh, that six, yeah. kind of the thing? Yeah. He's six foot seven. Oh, and... that is tall. <laughs> I know. Wasn't your grandfather really tall, too? Yeah, he was six four. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Mm. And so it's just like, to me, some a man that is tall, or just like what the Lord's always put on my heart for that my husband will be, is that he'll be like... um the Lord, I feel like, gave me kind of like three different words. It was like gentle giant. That's what he would be. And Aww. also a teddy bear. And also he would be a fighter. I guess it was four words. And be brave. So like oh. it's really cool to see how like when I met Colin that um, he was a gentle giant, you know. Uh-huh. And his heart is so big. And just like obviously he had to love horses and 
just kind of be like a guy's guy, but I just pretty cool. That's really so cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, one question I wanted to go back to was it always country music for you? I mean, I know you've done some pop, like Dreaming. Well, Oh, Tennessee, I just love every single track on there. Dreaming in Color, <laughs> I love every single track. They're, they're a little different, though, right? Yes, totally. And it's interesting how, as you go through like changing in your life and what you're writing about and what you feel like your sound should be, like, it just kind of changes and sometimes you do start to let what people think like overpower and you're like, Oh, I gotta be this way. I gotta be that way. So when I came to Nashville, I thought, well, I'm, I'm a blonde who plays guitar and I love horses and I drive a big truck mm-hmm. and so I've got to do country. Like that's mm-hmm. what I've got to do. <laughs> and you look real. Yeah. It's your look. It's your, your persona yeah, or it was it exactly. was yeah. and so I'm like well I gotta do that I can't do anything else even though I love jazz and like blues and just kind of that soulful thing mm-hmm. I just felt like I couldn't do that I don't know why but it just yeah over time I think there will be even more of like a balance of what I am you know so I think yeah You've never, you've never really reached it. You're always creating. So it's like always creating, always changing. So I've even listened to lots of interviews with other artists and they don't even feel, even the biggest artists, the ones that I love, they don't even feel like they have really made it. And I'm like, gosh, but you're so amazing, you know, (laughs) but they're always creating. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's what I'll always do wherever I go, whatever I do. Yeah. What's your what's your vision for you and Colin like in the next five years? Where do you see yourself? Yeah, so um it's kind of wild because I have ever since I was little, um my papa's ranch has always been like one of my favorite places in the whole world. And I wrote my song Cowboy. It's on my O Tennessee album. Mm-hmm. Um my cowboy song is about my future husband and in my head, it was always located like at the ranch. And that's where I feel the most like myself. And, um, and so that's just always been on my heart. And like, what would ever happen to the ranch? Like, it's, Mm. I feel like I've always felt the felt the closest to the Lord there too, and always felt the most like myself. But um, it's always like, what would ever happen to that, you know, and Colin and I had been looking at houses here in Tennessee, and I thought, Lord, what, um, what do you have for us? Do you do you want me to be here? You know, like obviously my family's in Minnesota, and then um, I actually got to tell my papa that I'm gonna get married at the ranch, and he was because that's my dream. I told him to be married yes. there, and I got to tell him that, and two days later he passed away. And so it's just kind of, it was wild because around Christmas and um, he was so happy and everything. And so after he passed away, it was just like, wow, I'm getting married, you know, and what's, you know, just, yeah. So the ranch would be put up for sale, um, you know, actually around this year at Christmas. And so 
I had been praying about that like my whole life and my mom and my mom's sisters are making it available for Colin and I to buy it if we would want to. Are you kidding me? I'm like, I'm speechless. I think that's incredible. So thank you. I was, I was like, oh, do I tell her now or when? But yeah. Oh, yeah. For those of you who are listening, Lacey, she teaches music to little girls and big girls, too. Yes. I am one of her students, and she is an amazing teacher, let me tell you. And um, so I get to talk to her once a week, and she hasn't mentioned this. So I'm like, oh, I can't even stand it. I'm so excited for you guys. Oh, I can't even. Oh, so wow. it's, just, it's totally the Lord because I've held it with an open hand for my whole life I remember sitting in the hay bales when I was little looking up at the sky and crying because I thought what would ever happen to this place if my papa you know if something would happen to him and we couldn't keep it or something what would I ever do and I thought I would need a husband to someone who would be strong enough and willing to take that on with me it would have to be somebody who could do that and who would believe in that with me because I've always imagined like a ministry there of some kind um taking Mm -hmm. and I don't know but it would be like with young girls or just like even just I'm not really sure exactly what it is but it's using horses and using music and having a place and me and my papa always talked about it he said Lacey's gonna run the ranch he'd always tell me that and Mm -hmm. he said it's a horse ranch and she's it's gonna be a ministry and I thought, how can I do this? I don't have a husband. Like, I yeah. need help, you know? And so for the Lord to bring me the perfect man who is, his dream is to have lots of land. It's 220 acres. Oh. And it's like my mom and my mom's sisters want it to stay in the family and want to do what Papa wanted. And they know that this is what Papa wanted. And like, Ah, what an honor it is the whole way around. The whole way around is the perfect package. Like I know, and he helped me to get this house in Tennessee. And I thought I'm going to put it up on the market and I'm going to see what happens because my papa helped me buy this. And in order to buy his ranch, I would need to use the money from this house in order to get the ranch. So I thought, Lord, I'm going to put it up for sale. And if you want it like to sell, then you will, you know, help me do that. And the timing will work out. And so I put it up for sale. And the next, like, week later, we got the exact asking price. No way. Yes. And so... Are, are you even kidding me? This is incredible. I I can't even believe how this has transpired. I know. Me wow. neither. And, my, and Colin, my fiancé, had been looking for jobs. And everyone was so discouraging. Everyone up there you know, but we tried to stick with what the Lord was trying to tell us and very open. And the other day he got a job offer that would be making more than what he's making here. (laughs) God is so good. Are you kidding? You've always locked up with the Lord and here he is just blessing you guys and blessing others through it. It's going to be an amazing place, an amazing ministry. Yes. I am floored. <laughs> and we have thought, like, we want to have concerts in the summer and build, like, a stage to where, like, I can continue my music. It doesn't matter where I am. 
And, uh-huh. you know, there might be kids up there, you know, that need to, that want to learn and that want to like, because Nashville is music city. I mean, everybody sings and plays here. It's really an important thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like in Minnesota, it's like sports and, you know, obviously the outdoors and stuff, but any kids who have that fire inside of them, like I did, like, I just uh-huh. want to help them, you know, even uh-huh. deep in the North Woods, you know, I uh-huh. feel like they will. Yeah, I just want to inspire and have the ranch be what my papa always wanted. And the fact that it is possible even blows uh-huh. my mind because it's my dream ever since I was little. So I'm just amazed that God is actually like, I just, I don't even have words. Like, it's totally my dream. And it's like, yeah. actually, you can, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I, I love thought, it. How could I do this? You know, you think, how could I possibly do this, Lord? I can't do it on my own. You would have to provide me with a man who could do it. And so it's funny because every guy I would date, subconsciously, I think I was testing them to see if they could handle something. (laughs) If they couldn't, I would dump them. Like, I had no problem, (laughs) you know, pushing them away because it's like, oh, no, you couldn't handle that. Like, that's not going to (laughs) work. you know like they would have to be a cowboy like a real like my fiance he can do anything with tractors and trailers and he loves being outside he's in the national guard like he's so strong and he's like yeah he's like a real man and a leader and so I knew that that's like what he would have to be and so he's totally even down to like how tall he was because even People would try to set me up all the time. They'd say, Lacey, I have the perfect guy for you. And I was like, oh, how sweet of you. You know, how uh, how tall is he? <laughs> They'd be like, um, what? You, yeah, I know. They'd be like, oh, he's like 6'1". I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry, but that's not going to work. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I actually tell them no. <laughs> and they would get oh. so mad at me. Like some oh, people would actually get frustrated because I didn't date a guy. I didn't date somebody for like six years. And my brother got really, he was like, Lace, you got to date somebody. You got to get on those apps. Like those. Yeah. So I met Colin on an app. <laughs> uh, well, hey, then but, he knew how tall he was, right? <laughs> but that's what's funny about the Lord too, is that like, I was, I refused to go on the apps. Like I refused. And I was like, Lord, okay, I'll do it fine and you know it's like see if see if see what God can do like I'm gonna step out of my comfort zone and see and the first thing I saw when I was scrolling is six seven I thought oh my god <laughs> six seven and I clicked on it and I saw his eyes and his smile and I was like oh my gosh it's funny because in the picture I feel like the Lord's always told me that my husband will have really calm eyes And people tell them, and he's told me that people have always told him about his calming eyes. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, it's just really cool how I saw him in a picture. And I was like, wow. And we started talking because we were states away. So we Mm -hmm. started talking and I couldn't stop talking to him and he couldn't stop talking to me. And even before I met him, I invited him to my friend's wedding. <laughs> I was like, I think I love That's him. That's a little risky. Oh. <laughs> I really was. Like, I was really? in love with him. 
Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I didn't even, I hadn't even met him yet. And my mom and dad were laughing at me as I'm walking through my house in Minnesota. They're like, she's in love. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's adorable. I know. And so our first date was going to church, like in Tennessee, because we had been going to the same church and didn't realize it at the time. she were <laughs> I know so he's like would you want to meet at church so that we joke that that was our first date oh so, I love it it's amazing yeah. Lacey I could talk to you forever um it's gone the time has gone by so fast so Thank I'm gonna wrap this. it up but will you come back and do another podcast with me because oh, totally will <laughs> we have so much to talk about this is what's hard about our lessons is like we could just talk forever and I'm like okay what about this c chord because it's really hard totally. um one Thank thing that I love though me. is like well I want to ask you a favor yeah okay you know you've been teaching me to play um the gardens walking in the garden song yes okay is it putting you on the spot would you would you sing a little bit of it or oh, is that sure and then we can just end with that because I want everyone to hear your voice and then they're going to go buy all your music. Cause you oh, just my gosh. Have oh you have to remind me what's the first verse. It's like, um, I, um, I come to the yeah. garden. Yeah, that's what it is. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. And the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses. And He walks with me and He talks with me and He tells me I am His own. And the voice I hear falling on my ear. Oh, how does it go? I don't remember. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. None other shall ever know. has ever known. Oh, so many goosebumps when you sing. It just brings me such joy. God Thank has given you. you. Oh, I got like down to my toes. I oh. God has given you the most amazing gift of, of singing and songwriting. And I love that you share it. I love that you have followed his calling on your life. Thank and this you. next stage of your life is gonna be so fruitful. I know it. It's gonna be singing and horses and love and beauty. Thank you. And I want everybody to go go get <laughs> album because you just you know i do think though that you should have an album of hymns like i have loved the hymns that you've been putting on like facebook I during corona i mean it has I just i really think that's what i should do next oh honestly i, really I that. they have just like inspired me. comforted me through the whole thing i just want to thank you for doing that because that's how i You're got welcome. to want to play the guitar too so thank you I all right we should end well. here what? yes thank you oh, okay all right bye bye Calgary, my Texas star I've wondered where you are Calgary, can I steal your heart? Cause it's the only missing part Just give me cowboy boots, yeah, yeah Oh my gosh, that was so exciting to hear Lacey's big news about the ranch 
and her plans with her soon-to-be husband, Colin. I could not be more happy for them and excited for what God is doing in their lives. I know that goodbyes are hard for Lacey, and I know she plans to connect with all the friends and students that she has in Nashville to have a proper goodbye. So if this is news to you that she's going to be moving back to Minnesota, she will be in touch soon, I'm sure. Lacey inspires me with how she keeps walking through the doors that God opens and finds ways to share the talents and the joy that he's given her. It's exciting to see how she will use those gifts in this next season of her life. And I know her papa and her heavenly father will be so proud of her. Hey, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you would share it with a friend or leave me some stars on the podcast app. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I wish you many, many actually I can moments. Take care.